Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning. Good morning. How, How are, you are you doing? I'm wonderful. Um, just, well, just so Jim Dandy. When, as we're listening today, as you are listening, it is now officially September, and um, meteorological summer is over. Even though the other one, what do they call that? Chronological? I don't know. Oh, actual. <laughs> yeah, from the one that's from the solstice to the whatever, um, it's some summer solstice to um, leaves the, falling. No, but we call it something not the vernal equinox, the autumnal equinox. Oh, good. Which okay, is Joe October, uh, September something, like twenty first. Mm-hmm. So that is still technically summer. But from the meteorological, um, they consider, I guess we're done. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. We need need to get a hold of a Joe Snedeker to answer our question on that one. Or as Patrick calls him, the guy on 16, um, uh, Snedeker. No, no, here's the other line we could say. Who the hell cares? Because we know school starts. Summer's, Labor Day's gone. Um, we're looking forward to Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas this year. Woo! There we go. All that. All that. Okay. Uh-huh. There we go. Yeah. Well. So if you look forward to those kind of things, somehow things don't seem as long, I think. I agree. Like, because when you think about it, I was, and I was thinking about this today, Thanksgiving will be November, what, 24th, 25th, yeah. something like mm-hmm. that this year. I don't mm-hmm. know the exact date. And that is just in little, like, under three months. So if you look back to where we were to be here now, and you think, oh, my God, you thought you had the whole summer. It was going to be forever. It always goes by so quickly. But so does every other month. Well, I agree. Even winter months, even January and February, they they do. It goes, life just goes by. The older you get, the quicker it goes, I think. Did you notice that? Yes. Yeah, really. I do. I don't understand. It seems like I remember being a kid and being so excited about it being summer vacation. The only time that does, when time does not go by quickly is is when you are on a spinning bike. Oh, (laughs) yes, I agree. (laughs) It's like like forever. This is a 45-minute class. I've been spinning, pedaling for for at least an hour, and it's only 10 minutes. So it goes by. So if you want to live life more, much more at a slow pace, even though you're spinning your rear off in a spinning (laughs) class, do it because it goes by very slowly. (laughs) 
Yeah, which well, I will be starting again, Lynn. Are you? I've been. I was just yes, say because that. I've been very, very guilty of non-spinning. But I thought it's because your knee was bothering. No, you. I mean I, the knee thing is a lot years old, and I've been spinning. I've been spinning. I'm going to say about 18 months. I have not been. I have a little. I have a bike at home that I go on occasionally, but not as it's not spinning. So I need to get. I'm going back. I made my commitment to go back after um, in September, so that I will start again. How many times a week do you do Well, I'd like to go, this is why I used to set myself up to not, to to fail, so to speak, because I would not necessarily have, I would try to fit everything in. So I'm thinking if I get a good three, uh, three spinning classes in a week, that will be, that's great. That will be good. That's my goal. But when you start, do you start at 45 minutes? Oh, yeah. And the best thing is this. Like, it's it's just, you know, they say it's just like riding a bike. So you don't forget. Um, you do have to get used to it again because you sort of have to build up a, for the lack muscles. of a better term, no, but a callus of near the rear there because you're sitting on that bike for so long and you're not yeah. used to it. Um, and, yeah, your muscles, but they, they do come, they do kind of remember quickly. I mean, I've done this before where I've taken, when I've taken some time off and then go back, um, but I'm going somewhere else. I used to belong to the Y when the kids were little, and um, but that's all I was doing was that. So mm-hmm. it sort of wasn't. I didn't. I thought, you know what? Uh, so there's a um, a place that f- several of my friends, including Joanne Cummings, yeah. who spins at I think it's called Studio LA. Down, it's right off of Greenridge Street. It's right down the street from my house. Oh yes, yes. So it's yeah. perfect, and I'm. That's where I'm going that's, to go. Um, Lisa Lavelle. Y- yeah, place. I don't yeah. know her, but yes, that's that's. And everybody talks about it, and they love it. And Joanne is a big fan, as mm-hmm. you know, and. Um, we, we that's where I'm going to join. So um, well, that's good. I've, I was over there to see her, and um, I love the place. is really neat. The, it's cool because it's like an old garage or something, yeah. right? But the one thing I, I and one so day impressed. I went by though, and the garage door was open, like letting like air in, which was cool because there's mm-hmm. nothing like that. Is really a neat thing to be outside doing stuff not that they were outside but they were it was open about two feet so you mm-hmm. could see them spinning and it was cool love it well i was going to say is that that particular the biggest area of the garage is where they do the zumba classes yeah well no zumba and for me wow no zumba That's, i like the bike yikes i wish i could do that what Zumba. Zumba? No, I have no interest, because but I want to do that. such a great exercise. Oh, it is. They say they have fun, but I like the spinning. Mm. No. So, anyway, start spinning. Time will go by slowly. <laughs> so, but anyway, that's my, so that's one of my new, as I say, even though this isn't an official new year, it's always the fall time after the um, summer. You, I always feel like you, you, you make some new changes. Yeah. <laughs> you mean more than one would say for New Year's I resolutions? I don't do New Year's resolutions. So so I use this as a fall time to do things like that. And it's not even a resolution as much as it's um, I, I want to get back and do what I'm supposed to do. So Okay. Oh, all right. And by the way, I just have to tell you that I was at, and this is just a, a good plug, but I a couple months back was at Anne, um, or at um, Over the Moon. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and the Fawzettes used to own it, and now Kathy Davis owns Over the Moon. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And she, I met her. I never, I had never met her, and I met her when I was in there. And um, she's a lovely woman. And so Anne is still there, like doing things as they transition everything. So I was in the store the one day, and I, I do get a lot of things there, but I was in there, and there was this pillow, and it was sort of like a muslin material and the color of, you know, natural natural muslin, which mm-hmm. is like an off-whitish, creamy color. And it had big blue letters, Scranton. And I thought, oh, I love that. Like, I said, I, I'm going to get that. And it was very block style. And and I said, I said, Ian, would you ever, could I ever get one that says West Scranton? <laughs> she said, yes, you could get anything you want on them. Oh, so good. just today, the reason I'm saying that is I'm just reading a text she dropped my pillow off at my house for me, and it's nice. a, it's a whitish, you know, creamy pillow, and it has West Scranton on it. So that was made for my outdoor. I got it for my out my my um, front porch, mm-hmm. but I think I'm gonna have to proudly display it inside somewhere now. Well, you'll the have west to side, but it's the best side. You have to do something for the winter time. Yeah. So anyway, just a little shot Yay. there for over the moon. Thank uh, you, Anne Fawcett. Scranton. Yeah, I was watching last week. I was watching uh, Matt McGloin with. Uh, yeah, how Eagles. did he do? I didn't watch it. Wh- when he was did that? Really well. Did he? That, did he play the whole game? No, he did. They didn't put him in for the whole game. They were. They're trying. Did he start? On I don't think so. Uh, I didn't see exactly from the beginning, but I know at one point somebody said McGloin was in. So I was watching him, and he did a really good job for yeah. his first. Shot out there with the, with birds. the Eagles. Mm-hmm. He did good. a good job. He really did. Good. And he's got some good receivers, so it looks like there might be some dynamic there. That I hope. I hope that works for him because yeah. he's closer to home. Yep. And just got married. Yeah. You know. So, mm-hmm. and I, I told you, I had I never really officially met him, but I told you a couple weeks back, right after he got married, he was at Scanlon's with his new bride and Paul, his dad. Yeah. And. We talked, and I said, you know, congratulations and good luck this year. And he he's a real nice kid. So, and the fact that he's a Westsider makes it even better. Westside is in the house in Philly <laughs> at Veterans Stadium. Is that what it's called still? No. What's it called? Uh, it's called something else now. I forget I'm, what it is. I can't remember. Comcast, isn't it? No. Oh, I have no idea. I, you know what? We'll have to Google it. I'll tell right. you in two minutes. But That's anyway... So and everybody who's listening, all the guys are saying, yeah, yeah, stadium. Why don't you know that? I could hear well, them like yes. they're saying it out well, loud. Did know. you ever talk to the radio as though people are going to hear what you're saying when you're no. asking questions? Oh, and, and anytime I listen to talk and they're saying, oh, I can't. I'm and I know the answer. I'm like yelling it <laughs> as though they can hear me. <laughs> uh, Newsflash. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, that's it's just what yeah, happens. Yeah, so uh, what else is going on in, in the neighborhood? Nothing, because... Yeah, first um, Friday coming up on... Well, it's already passed by the time you're listening. Lincoln also, Financial Field. Okay, that's there it, we Lincoln. Go. Yeah. It's um, the weekend of the uh, La Festa Italiana. So... Um, what, first Friday? Right, because it is first yeah, Friday, it's well, even though it's last in. night, as we yes. you're listening. So, um, are you well, going to go? Where? To First Friday? No, to or Festa. To, I don't know. I have not, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I have not gone the last couple of years, mostly because... Gluten. Correct. Right. Everything I love there... You can't eat. ...has gluten in it. 
mm-hmm. and the things I don't love, eh. I yeah. mean, that, and I used to love it, believe me. There were times when Sean, when he was younger and not gone away and he was around for the weekend, he would say, Mom, can we go and get some pizza, Frida? So could you drop me off? Because uh, it wasn't like he, we each had gone before. So like on a Sunday night, and, he'd, and so he'd, I'd drop him off. He'd go right near the stand. He'd get them, bring them back, and we'd have them at home. It was like they were they're so good. Like everything there is good. It is. It's really good. I just, and I'm thing. sure there are places who have gluten-free stuff that will have some. I'm sure. Although, who knows? Maybe they don't because of the because they're outside in the facility. Who knows? But the I just... The only thing I don't like, and, and this is something that... It's just a personal feeling about the thing. It's personal preference. Usually in the garage area of the courthouse, you know, where there's some vendors yeah, yeah, in yeah. there. Yep. There's always been a stand there. Maybe they don't... They're not there anymore. But they were uh, from Brooklyn, and they had pastries. pastries. Yes, and there's just something about those pastries. I don't know what it was, but no matter what I tried, I didn't like. You're kidding? No, there was something that they use. Maybe it's they used something I didn't like. Thing is, to make it sound good instead of being insulting, is that the people from this region make just as good, if not better, than people coming in from Brooklyn. Is that what you're trying to say? No, oh. that's a good interpretation. <laughs> well, could you say that? <laughs> No, no. What I'm saying is that I just, however they make them, but maybe I you're just not care for it. Are you a pastry person, really? I not don't ever really. see it. Well, that's the reason. Not really, that is the reason. Yeah, no. I, I will tell you, in all honesty, Italian desserts are not my. I could never have. I and I won't because I can't. But I would never. I don't care about them. But I think really, from having been around my husband's family, yeah, they don't normally eat pastries for dessert. They always have fruit. Maybe. always yeah, passed maybe. Knows, out that there's fruit at the table for dessert. Yeah. So well, I don't know if this pastry thing is an Americanized version of an Italian dinner or whatever, but it just no, never occurred to No, I don't think so. Me. But maybe, maybe it's we, not dessert. Maybe it's like maybe a breakfast thing or a, maybe it's just not. a something. I don't know because I don't know any really anything about that. But I'm not a big fan of that stuff. I like... Uh, give me a pot. Give me their anything else they make. I love, but the sweets are not my thing with them. Well, there's nothing like Irish sweets. You know, Irish just make. Good oh, they make such great sweets. They do. Here like you go. What? No, it's the truth. I'm saying women who are Irish bake well. Like we make good pies. But Irish are known a little bit more because their food isn't. It's not like we make great food. Exactly. So, but, so, but cookies and pastry and stuff that they will make at home. But Irish women tend to make them well, like especially pies. You know, pies. And yes, pies, really? crust, and all that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Anyway. So I'm, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. We'll be right back. You're listening this morning to Laurie and Lynn Show. It's Saturday morning with Laurie and Lynn. Now, back to Laurie and Lynn. Good morning. Good morning. My name is Lynn Evans. I'm the president and CEO of Northeastern Financial Consultants. We're a fee-only financial planning firm in Clark Summit. I'm also the author of a book called Power of the Purse, Fear-Free Finances for Baby Boomer Women. Available on Amazon.com. 
So, and what's your oh, name? and I'm <laughs> Laurie Cadnan. I'm the owner of Laurie Cadnan Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And just so we know, Kathy Reppard is half Irish. Oh, all Let's right. Let's just go back to that. All right, fine. Okay. Right. And Kathy Donnelly agreed when she came in during the break that, yes, Irish women can bake pies. Not all, but some. And the problem is that you get lumped in, the Irish get lumped in with the English who really don't have, the food isn't the greatest. Well, so do the Welsh. I know, well, all that however, Celtic stuff. There, it's, yeah, there are Welsh cookies. They are the best. Let's I will agree. They are okay. the best. Mm-hmm. And that is a skill in and of itself. Yes, it is. Which I have. Do you have a skill to do that? Yes. It's been really? Passed down by generation. Yes, how, indeed. How about your mother? Yes. My mother learned it from my grandmother. My great But your father's the Welsh side, though. Yes. So that's why I said, how about your mom? I know yeah, on the... Well, she learned. She learned? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. She was one of those that, you know... It's just it like, to well, you know, pass on the heritage of the children, both sides. Well, I have to tell you, one of my best friends in high school is Linda Ciuccio, and her mom was Welsh, mm-hmm. and her dad was 100% Italian. And oh. to this day, her mother's sauce is the absolute best. <laughs> Beth Ciuccio <laughs> is the best sauce maker that in the world. So and I absolutely, she, her, it was delicious. As they used to invite me, they had seven kids, but they invited me too. Wow. And she learned from her mother in law and I learned that as a young kid I said how do you know how to do that so well she learned from her her mother-in-law and a lot of people who aren't of that nationality or some who are who can't cook necessarily as well I love it when they say well my mother-in-law mm-hmm. taught me that mm-hmm. I think that's so neat yep that is good uh-huh. I actually make a great salad dressing because my ex-fiance's mother taught me how to make it Seriously, and I and, really. And what would that be? What? The dressing. It's an Italian dressing, and it's absolutely fabulous. And Italian people, dressing. Yes, and people right. say to me, "Will you make the set? Will you dress it?" And I say, "Absolutely," because it's really good. What's that? I could bottle. I can't tell you. I have to oh, kill you. Oh my god! I can't, I can't tell, tell you, you, or I'd have to kill you. Oh my god! <laughs> Please. No, I use. Garlic and lemon oh, juice we'll and right there you use garlic. Yeah, well, sorry. Mm-hmm. And um olive oil cuz I I don't I know a lot of people like vegetable oil and that but I like the olive oil and a little bit of sugar mm-hmm. and salt and pepper and um um what else? And a little shot of um red wine vinegar. It's very okay. good. Trust me, I'll, you never. I've never made it for. I'll have to let you'll be delighted. Mm. Yeah. Well. Anyway, <clears throat> want to <clears throat> tell you about a new app. Oh. It's called Joy. By the way, did you get your uh, apps all straightened out there what from apps? last week when we had no? Fidelity because Bank? I had to leave. Remember, I was on a tight yeah. schedule. But did they no, need? I have to figure that okay. out. I have to f- go in. All right. That lovely well, Trish was trying to help me, but I had to go. Oh, this one is called Joy. And what's it and, about? Well, you remember me talking quite a lot of times about a company called LearnVest, which yes. is one of my faves. Yep. All right. Well, this um, this guy named Scott Saunders, who's the CEO of an online lending company called Payoff did not set out to build a personalized financial coaching app for women. In 2014, he began assembling a team that eventually included a cognitive neuroscientist, a marketer, 
an advertising executive, and the data scientist behind eHarmony's Match algorithm. The goal, to build an app that used psychological testing to match users of both genders with artificially intelligent financial coaches. By focusing on the intersection of money and psychology, they hope to minimize financial stress and maximize the pleasure users get from spending and saving. The app called Joy launched earlier this month. It's free, although users are occasionally prompted to consider loans from the parent company Payoff. The app's artificial intelligence enhanced coaches ultimately took the form of animated advice dispensing robots. According to Joy's creators, focus group participants preferred robots to human-looking coaches because robots seemed less judgmental. Early testing yielded another important discovery. Women liked Joy more than men, so much so that Joy's all-male team pivoted and redesigned their product. They brought in Allison Broad, that's B-R-O-D, a PR firm that specializes in beauty and fashion to help create Joy's look and feel, including its bright color scheme and balloon logo. Men are more than welcome to use Joy, Saunders says, but the app is unmistakably marketed to women who remain an underserved market in financial services. Duh. Really? Although they have more earning power than ever before and are more likely to control their own finances, women are still less likely than men to use financial services. The problem, according to Alexandra Tossig, a senior vice president at Fidelity, is that the language of financial services is male-oriented. Saunders goes a step further. The psychology of the existing financial system is that it's incredibly male-oriented. It's transactional, power-focused, ruthlessly competitive, and based on literal conversation. Women tend to think more about their financial lives in terms of life milestones, such as marriage, divorce, and taking care of children and parents. Men look at it more as competition. How am I doing? What's my performance? Am I beating the index? According to another person in Accenture, they say women are focused on long-term outcomes. They're much more interested in the big picture and how they can advance themselves. Most of what we provide as an industry hasn't focused on that, which is not to say no one in the industry tried. LearnVest was one of the first ones that came around, and the Northwestern Mutual acquired LearnVest. And they have 10,000 paying clients. Wow. That's pretty good. And it just came out? Uh, no, this has been since 2014, I think oh, it was. Okay. So it's been. And then another one is Sally Krawcheck, who launched Elevest. Um, and they do a lot of wonderful things for women. So Joy is betting on its personalized delivery, determined by a user's psychological profile and financial data that will set it apart from the competition. The app asks first-time users to take a five-question quiz designed to identify the personality traits known in modern psychology as the big five. Openness, conscientiousness, extroversion, agreeableness, and neuroticism. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like the last one. <laughs> Do you consider yourself tidy and prepared, the quiz asks, or disorganized and carefree? Creative or conventional? Dramatic or calm? 
Based on their answers, users are assigned one of 10 financial personalities. And then Joy's robot coaches combine those results with bank and credit account information to tailor their tone and feedback. The coaching becomes more individualized as Joy's robots gather data on income, spending, and consumer satisfaction. They're asked to rate every purchase they make according to how happy or sad it made them. Every purchase every or purchase. everything they paid for? Now, everything. Uh, the users are asked to rate every purchase they make according to how happy or sad it made them, allowing the robots to track patterns and make recommendations. Oh my God. I think this is this is fascinating. It's a it's an extremely interesting way to approach getting women involved in financial services in a way that's so unconventional and really is tailored to how we think. Well, on those five questions, which are you? What are the first two questions? Are you this or that? Wait are you? Hold on, hold on. Let me find them. You just said it. Yeah. I know, but they were... Sorry. Okay. Um, Do you consider yourself tidy and prepared or disorganized and carefree? No, I'm one. I'm tidy and prepared. Me too. I mean, I'm not always... I may not have paperwork as far as prepared, but I'm prepared to do it, to do anything for the most part. Creative or conventional? Creative. I think I'm more conventional. I'm not. Dramatic or calm? What would you say? Uh, dramatic. (laughs) (laughs) You get a 10 on that one. (laughs) And I think I'm calm. Okay. So those are some of the questions that they ask. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. So I I really want to go on and and see this Joy app. Yeah, that's cool. And see. Is it free, did you say? Yeah, it is free. Well, we'll have to check it out uh, and see what we have to but see. Like they do. Said, but I don't like robots, except yeah. for Rosie. Well, I would like I to know. have Rosie the robot around my house wearing little. But I think thing, the robots like the are more like what you might call avatars. I know, you know but I'm like, scared of them. Well, I guess that's the point: is that they're not judgmental. They're not. They don't. Well, react they don't. Correct. Human beings yeah. react. Or like those robots on that Kohler commercial, you know, and the guy and the woman are standing at the front door ringing the bell, and he goes, "What's the husband's first name?" David, like he knew it from the beginning, and then <laughs> they're all in the bathroom with the guest. <laughs> Do you want you humans first? <laughs> He's like, oh, I'll come back. <laughs> I, that was a good one. There but those robots really... really look very human. It's yes, they amazing. Do. They do. I know. But still. And why on these things do we always get on these questions, are you a robot? On some sites. Oh, because they want to make sure. Robots can't process the information. I know. But why would they think a robot is on there? Because, because of all of this oh, stuff? Absolutely. Because robots go around. They call them web whether they web, web rot, brats or something, they go around and they just they they, they go grab around. information. Yeah, they go they search the web, search and stuff? the web for anybody who's on, and they try to grab. Oh your oh oh okay. In that regard, so I would understand that. You. Okay, and I, I that I know, but I just didn't know what the correlation was. Why they're asking me? Like, and do you think that robot's going to say, "Yeah, I'm a robot"? No, it doesn't say that. It's it's that it's that what? you have to choose the the particular. There's a grid, and there might be nine different little squares, and they ask you to choose the one that has the street signs. 
So I, you that I know. I can once you sometimes done it, it just says, says this. I'm not a robot. Yeah, no. Sometimes it's like a check. Are you a robot? It's weird. I'll t- I'll tell you about okay. it another time. It's a little crazy. <laughs> it makes me confused. Very confused. <laughs> it's all right. You're not a robot. We certainly know. Yes, that. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So what else is going on in the world? Come on. No, because I'm supposed to be on vacation this yeah, week. Well, I supposed know that. to, so I'm not. And. Uh, you know, that's what, when you don't go, you know what I should have done? Should have said I was going away. You should have gone. And didn't. No, I didn't feel like going. Like, I just wanted to be around, you know? And right. whatever. So here we go. But it's nice because I went to New York to visit Tommy. He was in you for a couple days. That. So Meyer and I took a ride out. And we had dinner. He's at the Ace. He was at the Ace Hotel at 29th and Broadway, which is adorable. And then we went two blocks down to the Smith, which has five locations in um, uh, New York City alone. And I said, I wonder why it's got the Smith. Very American restaurants. Really cool. And I said, what is it? And Tommy looked it up and it says that everybody is a smith at something. A, sclo- a, gl- a goldsmith, a locksmith, a this smith, a happy smith, a joy smith. And so smith is an, as a noun is what you are an expert at. So that's what okay. it's called, the smith. So I think it's that was cool. And then um, tonight, as you hear us, I'm going to see the other child in Philadelphia for dinner. Because he's coming in from D.C. to Philly to visit his girlfriend for the weekend. So we'll be there. So we are going to take a quick break. We have the lovely Miss Nisha Aurora with us, and uh, she'll, we'll be right back. You're listening to Laurie and Lynn Show. It's Saturday morning with Laurie and Lynn. Now, back to Laurie and Lynn. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the president and CEO of Northeastern Financial Consultants. We're a fee-only financial planning firm, Clark Summit, and I'm also the author of a book called Power of the Purse, Fear-Free Finances for Baby Boomer Women, available on Amazon.com. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And we're laughing because Lynn just took a glass, a sip of water. As I said, Lynn, you open. She swallowed hard on that one. <laughs> oh, baby. I know. Jeez, Nisha. Anyway, with us is Nisha Aurora, as I said before our last break, who is general counsel for ERA One Source Realty. ERA has around 100 agents in seven offices in 10 counties. Yep. You got it right. Yes. All right. Yeah. So what's happening in real estate, Nisha? Nisha, one thing I find and I see, I mean, obviously I have my license too, but, you know, I don't really practice. Um, very little regular newspaper ads, even on Sunday, and a huge, it seems like they're getting bigger on the... Um, home showcase is that true yeah the home showcase actually is probably twice the size it was two years ago i think when i think that's what the times told me that they increased it and then also the luzerne county version of the home showcase um for the times leader is also they combined the hazelton area with um books bear okay to make one big luzerne county one so that one is actually even bigger than 
the Scranton Times one. Um, but it seems like, you know, you get um, a consumer-targeted publication and people like that because they know it comes out on Wednesdays. They could grab it. We yeah, advertise keep the, it. Mm-hmm. If you have to, you know, I can't look at it now. It's easy yeah. for tabloid style. So And um, not this the Sunday paper subscription is separate from the weekday paper subscription. So not everyone gets both. Right. And a lot of people see the paper at work. They don't get the mm-hmm. paper to their house anymore or they have an online subscription because, you know, um, so we try to target uh, both markets with our advertising. Do they have that online, the the showcase, or is that just in, in tangible paper? I think it's just pa- paper. It's not online. So you have to get the newspaper to get the home showcase. Okay. I don't know. We do do online advertising. Right word there, but yeah. Okay. Um, so it's pretty interesting. I mean, it was definitely a learning curve for me to learn about all the different advertising venues and methods because that's not my background at all, uh, marketing or advertising. So, uh, sometimes I'm surprised with, the level of internet marketing that we do also. Um, and I learned all about SEO optimization or S well, I guess that is SEO and, um, the different things you can do for Google business and Bing and Yelp and all those things. So. Because, you know, lawyers just sit in their office and (laughs) (laughs) go to courthouses. (laughs) Man, oh, man. Like, you're not Snapchatting your trial, really. True. True. It's a completely different world, speaking real estate. What is, now, obviously, people will look to list for the fall market, so to speak. Um, What's going on with that? Do you anticipate? Inventory still at um, record lows actually, but buyers are at all time highs. Um, Especially in this area, we have a ton of buyers and not a lot of houses to show them. So sellers are getting good money for what they're putting on the market right now. I mean, I wouldn't say it's like an inflated market. You're getting fair value, but you're definitely, you know, houses are going much faster than they were even six months ago. What about uh, vacation homes, second homes? The second home market, we deal with probably the hideout and like the um, Hamlin area and Lake Ariel. And then there's a big second home market in Stroudsburg that our Stroudsburg office deals with. And they are doing, they're going too. Um, If you're looking for a second home, it's a good time to buy one. If you want to sell a second home, it's a good time to sell one. Um, that, That market pretty much stays kind of fluid because it is more disposable income mm-hmm. if you're looking at a second home. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been good. It's picking up. Um, July was a little bit slow. I feel like a lot of people were on vacation, but now um, everyone's back to school and kind of back in the groove and um, back from their beach vacations. Mm-hmm. I didn't get a beach vacation this year. Ah, uh. I know. <laughs> Why? Why not, Nisha? I, I was too busy working. Uh, All right. I didn't get one either. I know. I get it. Um, so we're excited for the relaunch. And I spoke about this last time I was here too, of um, the seller's security program um, with ERA corporate. So that's a really, really cool program. And it's not a gimmick. Like everyone kind of thinks it's a gimmick. Um, but ERA is the only company to offer it. The only real estate company worldwide to offer this program where you submit, um, well, there's two parts to it. One is called Express Sell and then the other one is the Seller Security Program. So basically, if ERA can't sell your house, ERA will buy your house. That's not to say that I'm buying your house because I'm not really in the market to collect (laughs) properties like that. Um, But 
you, we as a company can apply the consumer to the program through corporate. And once the house gets accepted, there's um, an offer that's made right at the beginning, and that's the express sell portion of it. So um, there's an, you get an appraisal, and corporate makes an offer and says, we'll buy this property from, from you immediately for this price. And obviously it's not, you know, a full market price, but it's a percentage using different formulas of a listing price. So the seller can then say, wait, I already have this baseline offer. I'm going to keep this house on the market for three months. Let me see if I get any offers over and above my baseline offer. If not, I'm selling it and I'm moving into something else. And so they're obligated to sell after a certain period of time? No. No? Mm -mm. It's just that offer remains on the table. Okay. Um, for... I don't know how long the offer remains on the table, but you can get the offer right when the house is listed. So say I list my house with ERI and um, I list it for $100,000. The express sell program, I my realtor applies my property to the program. My property gets accepted. So obviously you have to meet certain criteria. You have to be priced within a certain range of the appraisal value. You have to get a home inspection done before, um, you know, that. It, um, certain rural, really rural properties probably are not um, accepted into the program. And if they're, like if you have like a mixed use property, I don't think those are accepted. I think it's only residential. Um, but the express sell program would then say you get an offer from corporate for $80,000 for the mm -hmm. property. So I know I have an offer for 80,000 on the table for my, hundred, my property that's listed at 100,000. I can say, you know, money in my hand now is more valuable than money in my hand a year from now, right? I'm going to say, I don't, I don't want to wait a year to, to get rid of this property. I want to get rid of it right now. And it's done. Okay. But you have to no. buy another house through ERA. Mm -hmm. um, that's like one of the caveats, but it's a really cool, different program. And corporate is doing a nationwide relaunch of it. So we're looking forward to participating in that. Yeah. Why do you think it kind of got like... Um, Shelved. Yeah, like it, it wasn't always. I mean, years ago when I started, believe I'm there not ten years now. Wow, Asia. really? Yeah, and um, I, I, it was it was a big thing, and then it was just like nobody talked about it, no one asked. I, I literally never had anyone ask me about it, so or say or needed to take advantage of it. Mm -hmm. So I, I I think I mean it's a good idea because it's something that nobody else does. Mm -hmm. So that's that's a good thing. And even though they own other companies, ERA is the only franchise, right? Right. Okay. ERA is the only franchise that has okay. the um, seller security program and express sell. Okay. So they don't they didn't offer it to the rest of the franchises. Um I guess it sort of goes with how each company has its own niche too and we're more of the techie company. So um in the line of, you know, disruptors and everything, I think they're relaunching it as an attempt to reconfigure the market from okay. Zillow and all these other things where people are taking um more of the responsibility for listing the house on themselves rather than using a professional. Um, and this provides another avenue for a reason to use a realtor and mm -hmm. a reason to use a company like our company because although we are locally based, we do have the national backing. So we are able to provide things to to our clients that, you know, maybe a small town company can't provide or on a scale that another company can't provide because we have a multi-million dollar corporate, you know, giant behind us. So... The way that things get put onto the internet when they get listed through our company are different than the way it would be if you just listed your house by yourself and put it on Zillow. Mm -hmm. Like all the back um, door stuff with 
web bots and everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the reach is a lot different. Um, yep. So that's stuff I've enjoyed learning about this summer. Um, corporate, I think it was the program was never shelved. It was always there. It yeah, just sort it of just lost was, momentum. Sort of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no one, I, yeah, I think that they looked at it as they used to in the advertising used to be mm-hmm. a lot, of, and it just never was that. Yeah, so. and I think that was. Um, I mean, my mom advertised it a lot 10 years ago. I know, that's what I mean. mm -hmm. It was really out there. Yeah, but, you know, like all things, real estate is cyclical. I know, and sometimes you just, if there's no reason for it or no one's doing it, then why add it, you know? Maybe that was the philosophy. I don't know, but... I think um, people sort of saw it as a gimmick. Okay. It's not really a gimmick. Like, it's actually a uh, vetted program, Mm -hmm. like tried and tested. And basically, obviously, corporate isn't, you know, in the the market of acquiring residential assets around the country. But the thought process is, is if you apply these criteria to your property, it will sell regardless. Right. So it kind of <laughs> gives, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Gives you the impetus, sort of a motivation to do the things that you should do if you want to get your house sold quickly. And all of those things they're saying within the, you know, the, the realm of what is accepted to be part of the program is what you should be doing anyway, right. as you just said, as an agent and do some of those things. Yes. I mean, I, I told you, I always tell people pay for an appraisal. Mm-hmm. Pay, like we can do a CMA, but get it. And then, you know, it's certified. Yeah. It's, you know, you're, you're getting that information. Do it. Like mm-hmm. it, it's a couple hundred bucks to know exactly where you fall and then where you should price it. The best thing that ever happened when we did a, uh, the first house I listed with your, when I when it came with your mom, um, was on Luzerne street and we, we did an appraisal and we priced it. And we, the day it, the day that I, the first um, day it went on the market, I had nine <laughs> agents in the door in two days, and eight of them made an offer, and four of them were over the asking price. Those are the glory days of real estate. I know. <laughs> yeah, but that wasn't the that wasn't. We weren't talking like it was two thousand and seven, so it wasn't. Yeah, that was the height of the market. Then. No, not really. Not really. Yeah. Right before. Well, that's before everything went down. But I'm not. I'm saying it wasn't exactly the a boom time town time either. We never really had a boom. Well, here. like we a did huge in boom. Philadelphia when yeah. I had got my license. Yeah, in Philly, but not in not Lackawanna. Maybe not here because I wasn't here then. But wow, Stroudsburg, like Monroe County, had a boom. What? What are you laughing at? Maybe it wasn't here because I wasn't here. No, I mean, I don't mean it that way. I just mean because I wasn't living here then. That did sound like a typical me statement, but that's not what I meant, darling, at all. (laughs) Well, we're here now, so let's boom it up. Yeah, here we go. Boom it, baby. Boom. That's good, though. I like that. I I know. Um, Nisha, um, anything um, going on in the world of um, um, animals or anything there that we should know ERA is participating in with? Any of your uh, mother's philanthropic um, Uh favorite things? No. Right now it's a a calm. Yeah, we had a quiet, well, kind of chilled out summer. We didn't do too many events because my mom loves to go babysit her grandma. I know. Uh, That's when I get her on the way down to Mm -hmm. watch her. I know. That's when we've had very early morning conversations lately. Yeah. I know. Yep. So Uh that's it. We've just been, uh, we'll get back into our charity circuit now in the fall. Um, I'm a new member of the board of the Chamber of Commerce, so we'll see what we can do. Hello, I know that. I know. Yeah. (laughs) I hate, I, I, 
Okay, I got something, so I, I got a text, and it was divert my eyes were over somewhere else. But all right, so Nisha, um, tell everybody quickly how they can get a hold of you. Um, our website www.era1.com, and you can reach me in the Clark Summit office five seven zero five eight seven ninety nine ninety nine. There we go. Thank you for joining us, Lynn. Thank you. Thank you. Uh-huh. Everybody have a wonderful, uh, long, nice holiday weekend. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Be please. Uh, Be safe and please be nice. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.